and we are live. We'll be right back with you, Howlers. Howls over Bass. I'm Ronnie Adams. And I'm Jacob Casas. And this episode is called Lights, Camera, Action. And we have a special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Andrea Algavidia. Algavidia, is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah, well, it's Davidia, but most people can't say that, so Davidia. So where are you from? I'm actually from LA. I know, we weren't expecting that. Um, but I'm from LA, and my mom is black, my dad is from El Salvador. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am from LA. Um, I'm in the industry of acting. I've been pursuing that since, well, technically since I was a kid, but I didn't do it full on then. Um, I went back and started that career again at 18. And since then, I've been just doing it on and off. Okay. So about 18. So. I'm 35 right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't sure right now. So I was waiting for yeah, that I'm one. Like, I'm so We're not supposed to be telling people our ages in the industry, okay? Because I need to be cast, keep getting cast you, you as a 15 year old. I was thinking like you're in your 20s for sure. Well, good, you good, good, good. You know. You get 20 year olds for sure casting roles. I mean, I still get work. booked for like 15 year old roles. So, you know. <laughs> Um, really? Yeah, that's good. That's like the youngest I've been casted is 15. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. So why don't you, you start it out, Ronnie? Tell us about growing up. We want to know about your livelihood, like, you know, your dreams and aspirations growing up. Like, you know, how was it? You know, did you, did you always dream to be an actor when you were a kid? I think it was just embedded in me because of the fact that I grew up in L.A., and I grew up on like 7th and Normandy and that area was like popular for like filming like they would always film in our building I lived in the Langham, which um, it was like eight floors plus a penthouse so they would throw like a lot of parties so I would always sneak to the parties where all the celebrities were and just like go get autographs and my mom even, how old were you um, at that time I was like five six yeah when I moved into Langham, because we lived across the street the Barclay and then we moved across to the Lingenham. And um, at that age, I think I was like six. Actually, I was like six, seven. And I think I moved from there when I was like eight or nine. Gotcha, gotcha. So when you were a kid, that's when your the, the dream was to be a, on, on the big screen. Yeah, I think more so too, my parent, my grandparents, well, my grandma and my mom, they watch soap operas. Mm -hmm. And as much as I hated it as a kid, I think once I grew up, I was like, I really want to just do that. Like, but I didn't know at the time that that was like the same thing. But my mom actually put me in um, acting classes and uh, I went on a lot of auditions. Like I even, like, you know how like back in the day they had like uh, the Taco Bell, like the Chihuahua? Yeah. So I was a part of the crew where the kids were actually going to be um, the center, the focal point. Mm -hmm. But then that kind of fell through and then they just used the dog instead. Uh, yeah, so I used to come home with scripts like, like when I think back of it, I'm like, God, those scripts are racist. <laughs> like, you know, because they were saying something like, Oh, are you gonna cross the border? <laughs> like, right, you know, right, it's like, right. but at the, as a kid, you don't know what you're reading. But mm -hmm. as I reflect, I'm like, Wow, 
that was kind of crazy. It'd be all weird nowadays, huh? Yeah, like, especially with cancel culture. Everyone's so sensitive now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. come on, relax. Yeah, yeah. cancel culture, well, cancel culture. <laughs> it will not fly. But yeah, um, so I was a part of that crew. And then I also even uh, was supposed to audition for the role of, like, um, Selena, the little girl. Oh really? Yeah, like I um I look just like that little girl at that age, the one that played that. But I yeah. had it's funny because I had more of a like a Spanish accent than she did. Like I spoke heavy, heavy Spanish. Oh, and that's because your dad being out Salvador. Well, not really. Salvadorian. Yeah, I would say yes, <laughs> but no, because my dad actually got deported when I was like two or three. So I pretty much taught myself how to speak Spanish at five. Wow. So like I lived in um, on Seventh and Normandy, so it was like in Mess Hood. So it was. Uh, I'm like, am I allowed to say this? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I live. I lived in um, the barrio, so I lived in pure like a Spanish neighborhood. Chola. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Chola at heart, you know. Um, I got to experience that side of LA. Um, uh, so yeah, so I grew up in the MSS hood and. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, my favorite number is 13. Oh, don't, judge, don't judge me. <laughs> but my birthday is actually on the 13th, so that makes sense. But um, but yeah, so I grew up in that hood, and all my friends were Latino. Like a lot of black people didn't live in that in that um, in that neighborhood. I probably had like one black friend at that time, and but my family was black. So, but I spoke fluent Spanish, and I I pretty much spoke 90% Spanish because I was like always outside. <laughs> so you had to go through. Uh a little bit of part of your life without your father. How was this? All my life. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like I, I was raised more by my brother. Mm -hmm. So I actually moved from LA at 11 and I ended up living with my brother. So I was- How many siblings do you have? You I have, well, I had one brother and uh, two sisters, mm -hmm. but it's just me and my sister now. Because both of those, uh, my other siblings passed already. Oh, wow. But I grew up with them, but I was a baby. My mom had me when she was like 42. Um, so yeah, Don't ladies out there, you don't have to wait. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But there is a risk though when you have kids older. But yeah, um, my mom had me when she was like 42. Um, my dad was about the same age according to my birth certificate. And um, my siblings, my brother was 21 years older than me. My other, my sister was 14, and then my sister that's still alive, she's seven years older than me. Wow. So I was a baby. I grew up pretty much like. When I was with my mom, not the only child, but like the only one in that age group. So, but how's their support? Are they supporting you in, yeah. your, in your career? Yeah, like they all raised, they all helped raise me at some point. You know, um, my brother and sister were definitely like the the elders. They were more supportive because that was like more of like they they saw that for me that that vision. My uh, my sister that is still alive now, April, she. She has always been supportive, but she's just like, oh, you should just get like a regular job because that's not they like, all say that, yeah, you know. And but I, I get like how she didn't, how she doesn't. Well, now she understands, right? But I get how then she didn't understand because for her it was just like go to college, get a good job, and that was my grandma. She was like, just get a good job, like you know, that's it. But you have bigger plans. Yeah, I feel like that's the sacrifice, right? The sacrifice is like, yeah, I can go out and get this career, which I did go to Cal State LA. I didn't finish, Con but, but <laughs> I, on the, I, I, on the I did get I did get a, um, you know accepted to Cal State LA and I did cheer there and I did make amazing friends. Well, you were which, a cheerleader too. Yeah, I did cheer there and um, I didn't stay for long. I was there for like a year and um, but I just knew something else was more in store for me. And at the time, I just didn't understand like how to navigate through school at that age because I I felt like I was in a deficient of like needing money. 
Um, I didn't want to keep taking the, the bus. That was like the LA culture, like taking the bus. Like my mom never still had is. Me. Yeah, and you know it's so funny because <laughs> I don't live in LA currently right now, but I do want to move back, and I want to move back for that for that reason <laughs> to be able to like commute. Yeah. So, but yeah, so my mom didn't have a license. She never had a car. Like, so for me and my sister to have gotten our like uh, license at the age that we did, like I got my license at like eighteen, and my sister got hers at like twenty something. And my brother didn't get his till like 30s. And then my. I can't imagine that. Yeah. 16 years old. I couldn't even imagine that. Right. And my sister, my eldest sister, she never got her license. So it was just like, that was just like the normal thing in LA. But for me, I just always wanted, I was always like independent and I always wanted more. So are you part of the Actors Guild? I am SAC eligible. So I am not completely with SAC. I mean, I could pay the 3000 whatever dollars it is right now. Um, but I haven't. I just feel like I get the best of both worlds. Because once I become SAG, I can't do any projects that are non-union. So right now I get the benefits of getting paid on both ends. So what kind of acting have you done? Has it been like Broadway type stuff, acting like in, in shows, commercials? Like what, what kind of acting have you done? So I have done a variation of like being on um, sitcoms. I've been in movies. I've been on... Um, TV show, well, I said sitcom, TV like TV shows, sitcoms, movies. Uh, I've done student films. Um, I I don't know what you would consider the ID channel, but uh, I've been on um, I've been in reaction acting. Anything you might have seen? You have probably see. I haven't had any speaking roles on any of the major networks yet. So that is the goal. That is the goal is to get that speaking role, to get everything up and running so that, you know, I get more exposure. But I do have a lot of credits on IMDb and you can Google me. So I'm Googleable. <laughs> I'm not known. I'm not a celebrity yet. <laughs> um, you know, to me, it's not even about the celebrityism. It's just being a, a working actor and really like being yeah. able to articulate the craft. Because for me, that's just what it's about. I I feel like as a kid, I always never. I've always wanted to do so many different jobs, but I feel like the only way, the best way to do that is through acting because. Realistically, I can't do every job. Man, as long <laughs> as long as you're alive, you still have that opportunity. You have actors at yeah. 60, 70, mm -hmm. you know, so the skies well, are still the limit. As an actress, too, you, you have to have, like, a lot of emotion that's involved with what you do, right? Yeah. So, so like, when you act, where do you, like, get that emotion from? You know, I think that the best way is that they tell you is to find it, find whatever you're acting relatable to yourself. So try to find something that makes that character relatable to you. And that's just pretty much what I do. And also if it's not like you per se, someone that's close to you or anything that you've, you've read or heard or anything of that nature. So that's just what I do. And you know, it may seem like, oh, you just get the script and you just read it, but you have to break down that script. You have to break down, okay, where is this taking place? Where time, where is that? What, what, what's, what mental state are they in? You know, so it's like, it's more than what people think it is. Yeah, I know we get that. Because <laughs> we ain't used to even this. No. We do. You know what I mean? Like, we we just thought we were going to be BSing on, on camera, but it ain't that. Yeah. You know I mean? It's, it's a, it's a lot of study and, yes. Yeah, you have to break it down. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be intentional. Because at first time, you know, when you're doing something, you're kind of just winging it. Like, right. and I, when I started off, I was winging it. You right. know, I wasn't a great actress, you know, and I'm not going to say I'm the greatest right now. I'm 
developing greater skill as I go. Have you done like plays or anything like that? Like what kind of stuff? I haven't done any plays yet, um, but I definitely have done a lot of background and a lot of feature um, principal roles and stuff like that. Okay, so as a as a howler bass type type thing, do you understand kind of the like the concept of that a little bit? So a bad bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, like a bad, like a bad a respectable, bitch. Like, really? A respectable <laughs> bad bitch. <laughs> With class. Yeah. So like, it's like we're trying to like kind of understand like okay, I feel like a lot of creative people are already howlers in their own sense because mm-hmm. you gotta be you gotta stand outside the crowd as a creative person, right? Mm-hmm. So what would you feel, a leader, howler, like, per, creative person? Like, we'll, we'll go with that with on you. What would you feel like a howler would be as a creative person, like, as you? Like, what would you think that the traits you would need in order to stand outside the crowd and move forward as an actress or actor? <clears throat> I definitely believe discipline is key. Um, and as well as being intentional about what you want to do and taking in consideration of, like, a... Uh, doing the work like going out of your way to figure out how you can perfect it investing like i feel like investing is the major component is like investing in the class investing in this i you know i've helped a lot of people pursue acting in the sense of giving them the resources but i've noticed that like a lot of people don't want to invest in the career and i think that is so important because they compare and contrast other people that have gained success in the most like lucky way but you have to remember that those people are not you right and you shouldn't want your success to be off luck you should want your success to be off intention because just because you get this successful career doesn't mean it's sustainable if you're not practicing or preaching the art so for me that's what i believe that would consider what you're asking so as a as the actress where where are you most disciplined at like where do you see yourself more most disciplined as an actress as an actress, I believe I'm more I'm most disciplined in taking um, constructive criticism. I believe that a lot of people are so sensitive in these in these times and not able to take that in. So I, I feel like I, I'm I'm willing and I'm ready for you to tell me, okay, this is what you need to do better, and then also being intentional like why do i want to do this do i want to do this for the fame or the money and if those are the two things then you're doing it for the wrong reason because let me tell you ain't no money in it unless you're no like unless obviously like there's change in it when you're getting like you know residuals and you're on commercials and stuff like that but the money that everybody wants is like celebrity salads you know um so if you're doing it for the money you're doing for the fame then it's it's not the right reason. That's where I feel uh, the biggest growth in um, our lives as people is learning to take criticism because that's how you grow the most. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing where what I can do better, seeing where, you know, I can grow, you know, someone's telling me like and not sugarcoating it. That's how you grow the most. And life is able to take criticism. You know, you're not only growing in your business field, but you're growing in relationship you're growing in uh, every aspect when you're able to learn how to take criticism so that was huge for me yeah Yeah. well I wanted to ask you too like why I mean you might as well get into this I mean this part because I'm listening to what you're saying so Mm -hmm. you said a lot of people can't take criticism nowadays right Why, why why do you think that ego yes I believe it's ego 
I think that a lot of people have been around other people that have gassed them up in a, in a way that they didn't deserve. And they're internalizing that attention and they're having like imposter syndrome. And with that being said, it's like you're thinking you're like a 10 and you're like not even a one. Speaking. <laughs> and in real life, like I think that, that like me, I, I know like, granted, like I know that I'm attractive, whatever, whatever, but I, I don't allow anybody else to tell me what I am. Like, don't be you, gassing me up. Don't like, pump me no, up. No, you could gas I, I me up. I know my real. <laughs> no, you could gas me up. <laughs> I know like, it's real. You could be like, you know, you could be like, oh my God, Andrea, like, it's so amazing. You could be like, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you that. But if you don't know yourself, you know who you are. Don't and you're going to get lost in that. You're going to get caught up. Because mm -hmm. you can, both of you could be like, oh, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you that. But if you never, <laughs> you never experienced me, and those, you never. Those are badges. Yeah. Badges. And they don't even believe the real. They believe the fake. They whatever you say, they're going to believe it <laughs> to pump themselves up. But even the badge dudes are going to be saying, that. right. I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you right. that. Right. Because if, if you think about it, like, people receive good news more than they receive bad news. Yeah. Like, so it's like if you're gas somebody up, times 10 they're gonna take it in that but if you a, tell them like oh you suck then i'm like no i don't like you know that and then they're gonna say it's not how you uh, it's not what you said it's how you said but they forget it's even what i said don't just look at how i said it go back to what i said also right you know because at that point you know i might have came off uh a little obnoxious or I might have came, <laughs> came off too harsh, you know what I mean? But, you know, even if I did, forgive me if I offended you, but still pay attention and look what I said. You know, you can grow there, too. I think the key is not taking things personal. Like, yeah. I, I believe that we personalize so many things and internalize it to be what we are. But it's like anybody can say anything to you, but if you don't know who you are, then you're gonna be so confused in this world. So I was like, just know yourself. Like, I know that I'm not 100% every day. I know I don't wake up looking like this every day. <laughs> you know, I know that. And even with that being said, I still love myself. I still yes. care about myself. I still know that what I can bring to my own table. I know what I offer. And um, so, yeah, I just don't get caught up in the sauce. I don't get caught up in the hype and all this, especially for people that never experienced me. If you never experienced my love, you never experienced my care and all this stuff, then there's no me. reason for yeah. you to be able to hype me up <laughs> right. to that extent. Now, granted, like, if you see my work and stuff like that, then, yeah, that for, so, that for sure speaks for itself, but in the sense of, like, you know, on a personal level, it's like, no, you can't really speak for me in that way because you haven't even experienced me. So don't let the hype kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of experience are you talking about? Like, like in, in, in that way. No, in a, you know what I mean? Like in that way. I don't way, know what you mean. Way, way, way. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead, Roddy. <laughs> You're up. He's fluttered. <laughs> as, as an actress, is there any role that you hated or was difficult to get into? Let's start with the hated part. Is there I was any waiting role? for that one. Yeah, actually. is there any role that you hated that you had to, you just took it even though you didn't like it? I feel like I'm fortunate to not have that that experience yet. That's good. I feel like every story that I've told was told because it would need it needed it needed to be told. Um, so no, I have not experienced that yet. Mm -hmm. So what about difficult ones? Have you ever difficult? I feel like you know acting is difficult on its own. I feel like it's always a challenge. I feel like if your job is not a challenge, what are you even doing that job for? 
So I feel like every time I get a script, because you gotta think about it, you gotta remember these lines, you gotta remember the emotion to go with it, you gotta remember your timing. So I believe that every job that I do is difficult. Even from the auditions, it's difficult. It's a lot of work. How do you feel when you go to auditions? I'm nervous, you know, always? always. I'm always nervous, but I think that that just shows you that it's something that you really care about. You know, it's something that like you're aware, like, hey. You really want it then? Yeah, you really want it, but you, it's like, mind over matter right like you're like i'm nervous but i either gonna you know drop the ball here or i'm just gonna like i'm a i'm a you know just keep going for it and wing it you know but with also the intention of like study right you want to study your your art and your craft now going into these auditions to be an actress or an actor what 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 is that like like did they tell you um what your um you know basically what you about to perform or how does that work yeah you um you have it if you have an agent your agent will run down like hey i found this gig for you for this production this is what they're looking for um if you're self if you're self-submitting they'll have like a description of what the role is and what you're expected to do and they'll have a script so it's it's not like you're blindsided unless so you have to have an agent you don't have to have an agent but it's definitely better i let me see i had an agent Right now, I'm not. I, right now, I don't have an agent, so yeah. You're looking for representation, no. Um, but yeah, no. Um, she ready they for y'all agents out there. <laughs> I did have an agent, and you know they were a new agency, so they really weren't able to like. So they sucked. That's what you're trying to say. Go ahead, put them on black. No, it's just you sucked. Whoever it was, <laughs> they black just, ass agent. They weren't able to help me, and this was like years ago. This was like back in the day when like someone like me wasn't like on TV. TV. When I see someone like me, like nowadays, like you see a lot of diverse diversity. Yeah. But back when I started at 18, it was not that diverse. Yeah, it was not, not that many roles for yeah. women like me because they didn't even know what I was. Like you know, yeah. they're like, "Are you black? Are you are you Mexican? <laughs> who are you working black? with here? Yeah, who are you? You know? Yeah. Real quick, I want to do a shout out to Diamond Studios. I appreciate you guys, man, killing it for us, Diamond Studios. And uh, just just you know, we're on YouTube and Facebook, so come check us out. HouseOfHerBads.com. You're looking out. So keep going on yours. Yeah, so is it hard to um, find an agent? You know, I know it's a lot of inspiring actors and actresses out there. So how difficult it is to find a good uh, agent? You know, I would say if you're in... So typically this is how it works. When you... When you're good, you you pretty much get it. an agent finds you, right? So like that's how it happened. I originally got my agent is they just found me. Um, but you have to be nowadays. I feel like because they're so it's so saturated with social media, you have to go out and you know vet for one. Right. Um, I have an agency book and I just kind of go through it sometimes and like submit my, you know, my portfolio and stuff like that. And it's hard if you're not following the instructions because in that industry it's like. You have to do it like exactly how they say, and if you don't do it exactly how they say, they're just gonna discard your um, your headshot. Do you have any friends that are actors and actresses? Yeah, that... friends. All of a sudden, you got friends. I know a lot of. I, I want to say friends. <laughs> Not like he's like, I'm asking because <laughs> he's a take it better. I just, <laughs> this day and age, I don't mean nothing. I'm taking. All of a sudden, he's blushing. Just he don't know my relationship. He don't know me like that. No, I'm just kidding. First of all. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
<laughs> going back to that, and that, the reason I'm asking is because, you know, birds of a feather flock together, and you guys can help one another mm -hmm. if you're in the same field. And right. look out for each other. And, and you know, maybe I'm naive to not, I don't want to say naive, maybe I've just been, like, low-key about my, you know, uh, journey of acting. Like, I know people that are successful actors that we work together in the same restaurant and now they're like you know working actors um i have you know i have i want to say friends but like yeah I, I have people that i know that are in the industry that um that are successful in the industry um but on that level no we're not we're not working together but maybe that's something that I need to reach out for and be like, hey, I'm struggling. <laughs> Come help me. Network. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll do that. You know. Definitely. So, um, on some of the self-sacrificing that you had to do within this. So, I mean, obviously, like being an actor or actress or anything in the creative field, you, you have to like put a lot of like your feelings to the side because. You have to just make things happen because you have to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. So how was that for you? Um, I think because I started at the age that I did, it was kind of like a difficult, it was difficult, to, uh, you know, at first because you're getting rejected. You know, it's like, you know, in the hood, I'm hot. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know, everybody, you know, but in, in Hollywood, it's like, girl, like, we need more. So I just think that yeah. that humbles you in a way where you're like, okay, I just have to work hard harder for myself um to become to stand out basically so the rejection sucked you know um especially too like i've i've been uh called to auditions for not really the audition <laughs> you know like someone Dang, running so the, what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> that means like oh i'm reading the script and i'm like oh this doesn't sound like this would be for me because it sounds like it would be for a white girl but whatever i'm gonna just you know read the script i'm gonna maybe why do you think they did that so like i went to this audition and they had me audition and then at the end he's like oh can you wait behind and i was like yeah for sure he's like hey i just wanted to say um you know you read the script right and it's like for a white girl right and i was like oh yeah i didn't notice that but you know i just decided to just you know you told me to go and so i came he's like yeah i just wanted to see if i could take you out for dinner damn <laughs> so yeah i was like thirsty thirsty yeah that's that's kind of a lame thing too like yeah. don't they feel like lames doing that shit? Like, i don't know he looked at your picture and said okay let me see if i can get her in here that'd, so be, that'd be lame as hell though. waste her time yeah it was i've had that so many times you know so it is this industry is tricky right so it's just like you you gotta come is that when you were younger too like like so like i think like a lot of people back back then were just doing lame stuff yeah, it was you know when I was mean? younger. I was like in my twenties. Yeah, are they still doing that though. Like even now, it, it seems more like, hey, dude, like you're lame as hell. Like you can't be still doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't had that experience lately, lately. yet. So thank God. <laughs> yeah, I can see that now. It's kind of weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, go. So as an actress, um, what was one of your memorable moments? Can you look back and tell us of anything that you just can't forget well i'll say two so i worked on two sets um one was in 2010 i don't know but i worked on um janky promoters with ice cube and mike epps ice and cube. young jeezy and that set was so cool like you know ice cube 
cool. Ice Cube. <laughs> he was so he was so nice. Like even the production wasn't that nice, you know. But he 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 went out of his way to make sure like we were comfortable. Um, I was casted as one of those like you know uh, background girls, you know. On, on, and, you were like, dancing. No, I wasn't dancing. I was um, a part of Young Jeezy's crew. So in the um, in the in one of the scenes where we're in his dressing room. So, but yeah, like he was very respectful and, you know, they were trying to make us sit on something like a treasure chest, treasure, treasure chest, <laughs> treasure chest. Um, I have my Invisalign's on my back. Um, and he um, was like, no, get them a real chair. Like, treat them like women, like treat them like human beings. So he had them do that. I was like, that's kind of cool. cool. You know, because, yeah. you know, never know in this industry. Like, get a good, good experience. Yeah, a great experience. Mm -hmm. And then also, I like years later, I worked on Insecure. I worked um, with Issa Rae. And that whole production was just like so amazing. Like everything, they just took care of you. And I noticed that a lot of black sets are like that. So I want to get into this. So like, cause you speak real well, right? Oh, so thank you. Opposed to what? And you can tell. You're, you're, Opposed to what? And you're a confident person. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean. You're confident. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you as a as a woman, like, how is the dating life as what you for what you do and as the person you are? Uh -huh. How is your dating life? Like, what do you look for in, uh -huh. a, in a man for you when you date? Um, I went on a whole like journey of like dating. I actually recently went on a date, but um. As was, far it, was he a bass? <laughs> was he a bass? <laughs> Put it out there. Was he a bass? Like, hey, were you a bass? <laughs> I need to know. He gonna watch this soon. Uh, you know. Just say it. I just was feel he like a bass or was he a halibut? He want him. <laughs> Which one? You gotta pick one. Would you go on a? Would you go on he another date? He was a bad. No. If he ain't saying it's a howler right away, yeah. he was a bad. Would you, would you go on another no, date with him? No, no, no. no. So she not, it. Yeah. We went on two dates, bad. and the second date I was like, yeah, no. Um, you know, I just feel like with dating, I just I what I look for is someone that's just themselves. Honestly, like yeah. show up as who you are, and if that aligns with so me. So he wasn't. He wasn't himself. Date two, you learn a lot about people. <laughs> yeah, you know. So you gotta trauma. go on a second date in order to see yeah. the real them. Maybe you, a third. You have to go on multiple. Yes. Dates. You and you have to like just have to take the pressure off. Like you're like, hey, I'm just getting to know you, and I think that a lot of people just want to rush into their emotions, you know. And it's not even that, like, cause you change. If you notice, you change your mind all the time. Like, you know, today I might like you, tomorrow I might not. Like, you know, but it's only it it it, it can be like that if you don't give yourself the time. Mm -hmm to just get to know somebody. I think that's just like a lost art. It's right. like people just want to rush into becoming a wife. Especially when we get more mature. Yeah, and, and people want to rush into getting in your pants. Like, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like, women want to be your wife so bad and men want to get the draw so quick. Like, <laughs> so it's just like, you have to find a balance and I feel like, or not, I won't even say a balance, but have to learn how to like, you know, tip the scales, you know, learn how to, oh, I, you know, how to serve each other. And I think becoming friends is a lost art. And I think that's just like the most important thing. Like, if you notice your friendships, how well they thrive, why not incorporate that with someone of the opposite sex or whatever sex you choose to date, um, to, to, to go in that, going in that, in that way too. Like, you know, and treat people with kindness. Like, I think people just don't know how to be kind to other people because they lack that for themselves. That's good. That's so great. So being creative as you are, though, like, <clears throat> so, I mean, 
we're actually going to be doing a dating uh, podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's smart. Right? We bring you back if you want to. We want to get really deep into that. Okay. I mean, shoot, maybe even come on for that one too, right? Okay. But what I mean is, like, be, people have different, like, ideas when they date, right? Mm-hmm. So you being a creative person, right. even the way you speak, talk, the way you're kind of, like, forward with things. Mm-hmm. What do you look for, though? When, when, like, when you're talking to these men, mm-hmm. what do you look for in them? Like, because... Creative people do not look at people the same. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation, right? Yeah. You create, you have like, especially you've been an actress, you have so many things going on in your mind, the way you see things, the way you view things. I mean, you guys are into, into emotions a lot. Right. I, I'm not saying in a bad way of emotions right. either. Like, it could be any type of emotional state, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what are, you, what are you looking for? What do you see when you're in that? I believe I just look at how you, how you act, the things that you say. And I think I take, like, I have, you know, I think I have selective memory because I remember stuff. <laughs> I remember certain things. Like, you know, the I remember, bad things, huh? <laughs> Isn't all the bad <laughs> things like in the typical No, I just <laughs> remember, like, I just kind of, like, just pay attention to, like, your mannerism, how you speak, how you move, how you talk, like, your foundation, where are your family, what, where did you come from, how were you raised, like, you know, what were you, you know, your truth. Like, You're dialing everything in. Yeah, I'm just, you know, taking in consideration of, like, who you are. But just, you know, giving you grace because we're human. Like, you're not going to find, or let me say you're not going to find this, but it's perfect. But you're you're not. Like. (laughs) I'm him. Well, yeah, then I'm I'm him. I don't want perfection because I'm I'm just kidding. I'm I'm a a menace sometimes. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You can be a menace and still, and that that still could be perfect. Menace to society. <laughs> that could be perfect while for drinking, somebody. Drinking gin and juice. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. I think that you just got to see how people move. Like, watch how people move. How you know people just act and react. I can sense. Like, I think I pick up on a lot of energy. And I'm, this might sound like hocus pocus, but it's true. Like, I just pick up on your energy. If I feel like you're overstimulated because I come in the room and you know I you know and then I, I feel like. You can't control yourself, you know. That I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's, ah, that's kind of scary. Like, why do you have this much energy? Like, you know, for damn. me, like that does happen often. I'm like, calm down. I'm human. I'm just. Are they barking I'm like, too? Like, damn. Man, I need to do a skit where it's just like, no. Just like, <laughs> but no, like I just feel like that's you know I just and then two people like. You know, you just have to see how people act because they'll try to love bomb you. And if you don't know yourself, you're just going <laughs> to eat it all up. Right. Definitely. Yeah. They tell you they love you in like day two. And day. <laughs> Man. It's like, That's an inside <laughs> joke between yeah. me and him. Sure. <laughs> I got a question for you. Sure. As an actress, what are the things that you wish were different in your industry? Hmm. I believe that I wish that it wasn't so separated, segregated, like in the sense of like culture, right? Culture like, you know, wise Jesus. Um, <laughs> I wish that it wasn't separated or segregated as much as it is. I believe that it sucks for like a show that has a, a cast of like mainly black people that it to be casted. Oh, that's a black show. Or a movie that's, you know, like Tyler Perry, like, like it gets that backlash, like, oh, it's a black production, so it's not gonna strive and, you know, excel as opposed to, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. the other. So I was dating somebody for a little bit, right? And, uh-huh. and her family was in the movie industry. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that, um, that 
on the black cast, they almost cast the same people all the time. It, it's like a normal thing in that industry, and it's hard for them to get anybody new. Even if they want it, they, they can fight for it, and at the end of the day, they still can't, you know. Yeah. That's how crazy it is in that industry. Yeah, I think they look at it as a risk because they're like, it's familiar to them, you know. And then they have with the with black with black with black um, artists or black um, talents, they don't necessarily have when they're start, first starting, they don't have the same support as their other counterparties. Like, so they don't have people like really pushing for them as as you know the black people, the black talents. Yeah. But I mean, you don't see no Mexicans in movies hardly anyways. It's probably like the same one, so, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, I'm saying, like, I get like it. they I always pick the same people. Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't really realize it until I, she was telling me all this. I'm like, what? I didn't even realize that. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because you'll see, like, in, um, in certain movies, especially a black, um, a black movie, um, you'll see, like, the same husband and wife play yeah. that role over and over again you're like wait we're getting fed the same story over and over again um but yeah. it's because of that you know the culture of it they don't they don't really like to take too many risks with because i mean you know certain people own the industry that's yeah. why so they, they only want certain people in the industry well, we all get that that's just the way the world works but sometimes you've got to break out of that yeah and i think that's you where know. you know showing up being consistent because i feel like i look at it like this if you're consistent and you keep going and you keep doing what you need to do no one can block you from doing no. what you're supposed to what you're supposed to be doing like no one no. like you're gonna come in there and tear that door down like <laughs> they're gonna make a way for you yeah we believe that 100 yeah. because we don't care no when yeah. nobody says so yeah so but if you cry about it I'm like oh they're not gonna make they don't they don't make you know opportunities for people like me yeah they don't so create it like put yourself out I there do. keep yeah. keep going um, you know, make your own movies, do something, be, you know, and, and honestly, like, if you think about it, like, a lot of the successful black people now are, are successful because they created a, their own wave. So they started their own production, they started their own YouTube, they started their own, you know, Instagram, and they went viral, and it kind of forced those people to put them in the spotlight. Yeah. And now look at them thriving. Yeah. Um, so. I'll force the way in. Right. Are you, are you doing the best you can to force your way in? Oh, right now. I wouldn't say I'm I am I feel like I'm juggling so much with going to school I have daughters and as well as acting so I believe that I'm you said daughters I have two daughters nice yes I have two girls um yeah so I'm I am I feel like the rest of this year that's this is my like go hard go hard or go home mm -hmm. year and from there keep keep striving you're juggling everything right yeah now. yeah yeah that's, and that's life mm -hmm. you know that's how it should be you know it's entrepreneurship is more than just I'm just doing one thing mm -hmm. that's why it's called entrepreneurship right you know I have to provide in many different ways to succeed in this life right so yeah you're doing your thing yeah, no, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> so other um I'm gonna ask a personal question. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going on a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about finances. So tell us about. Yeah, we tell us about what's the uh, biggest, uh, how much, what's the, what's the most money you've ever made in on a job, on a gig when it comes to acting? Um, it varies. Uh, I believe I got paid the most when I worked on JD Promoters. I didn't really work that many. Like I, I probably worked back in that day. Like and at eight, how old was I? Maybe like eighteen ish or a little bit older than that. Um, I think I worked like two weeks on that production, but not a full two weeks. Like here, like you know, maybe like one 
two days this week and then another two days that week and I think my my total checks were like over 3200 nice yeah so for one or two days, I need that type of Well, it was money. like four days. So, yeah. Well, for four days, I'm willing <laughs> to make $3,200 in four days. And yeah, yeah, so it was good. I got paid really well. Um, and, I, and I believe, like, you know, it's still like that. Well, I won't say still like that, but there's still a lot of opportunity in that sense. Like, especially if you book a commercial, there's residuals. Um, so that's the goal. Everyone wants to be in a commercial so they can get that residual or be on a... So have you done any commercials? I've done commercials, but not as the main character to get residuals yet so that is the goal you know any gigs people can go look at you on youtube to see like some of your skills um i've done student films okay. so i i think there's something on youtube with student student films but if people just uh look me up they'll, they'll, they'll see, see like all my credits and you know it's funny because like I, there's things that i've done and i wouldn't even think anybody would recognize me but i get so many dms and like oh my god i saw you know this i saw you in this i saw you in that or is this your picture? Someone took it, you know? So it's a hit and miss. I've done so much that there's things I've done I don't even know. So I'm pretty sure like once I make it in a sense of like being known, there's gonna be so many things out there. And I'm like, oh, well, well what was that at? Right. When I needed to add it to my reel, <laughs> like, you know? So. So being a strong woman, right? You can, you can obviously I'm tell soft. you're a strong woman. Nah, you're, I'm you're strong, you can tell. I'm out. fragile. So I wanted to ask you, <laughs> God fearing, um, right? So God fearing is is literally on top of our list of, of howlers, right? Mm -hmm. So, for you, mm -hmm. being a, a strong woman, mm -hmm. you have to have some type of foundation, right? right? So where where is, is are you a God fearing woman? Where's God in your life? Is yeah, your life? of course, I believe in God. I believe that you know, I believe there's a higher power. I believe, you know, I I go to that space every day. Like, I am not afraid of my emotions. Like, I, I probably cried before I came here. <laughs> like, I'm always I'm always tapped into that because then it's more so like, hey, this is where I'm at right now. This is where I feel. Um, guide me and tell me what I need to be doing because I, I can only do what I think I'm supposed to be doing. But I feel like the more I pray, the more I, you know, journal or be intentional about my faith, it still directs me into this career. And no matter where I end up, like whether it's directing, because I want to direct too, um, or just playing, you know, just acting, I'm always going to be in this industry, no matter what. So you do believe this is your purpose? Oh yeah, I definitely do. I think this is my purpose to reach people so that I can How do you sprinkle want to reach them. I, 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 <laughs> I, I want to reach them in the way to like have if, them if check you, in. Well, I'm saying if you had your way, right? Mm -hmm. If you can. You had complete control of how you wanted to reach somebody. Mm -hmm. How would you want to reach them? Uh, I would just be like, I think reaching people would, in the sense, like, what do you mean, like? Like in, in, a, in a, is it a spiritual way? Is it a, is it a, a way of value? Is it like what, what kind of way? If you had your way to say, hey, this is my production. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm doing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna act in this. How mm -hmm. would you want to reach somebody? I think I would just start off with like, how are you? Like honestly, like what do you need in order for you to succeed in life like what is it that you're missing and how can i service you to get to that place so that's that would be my way of helping people so you're a woman of service yeah definitely i would be like what what is it that what's going on like i feel like a lot of us mask a lot of things and a lot of us have trauma and struggle with so many different like emotions that we don't even know how to like deal with it but 
I feel like a lot of people that are not like, you know, a lot of people who are not like aware of it are the ones that are struggling the most. So I think having that conversation with people like, hey, like if I had my own show, I would be like, how are you? Like real in real life. And like, what is it that you need in order for you to get wherever you want to be? Like, are you happy? I think that's just, and it probably sounds so like cliche. But no, because being as your your goal is to be a director, so you have that opportunity as a director to be one on one with a lot of people. Yeah, you know, but, and but, get into. But more so, why? Because I feel like it's a service. It's it's kindness. It's like we have all this opportunity, and everybody doesn't have the same reality. And if I can bridge that gap to plant some sort of happiness in someone's life to where they can take on the, the throne to like create it for themselves as well then that's what life is all about it's like helping thy neighbor you know if we want to be technical i think like we should just be so considerate of each other and help one another strive to be the best that we can be most people don't think like that yeah i know but that's yeah, but, but it's crazy that's the first thing that came to her mind right that's kind of cool. Actually. Yeah, but I just think that you know a lot of people are so stuck in like fight or flight, uh, and they don't know how to get out of that. Like survival. Survival, and I think. And that's, you're and you're thinking serve. Yeah. That's like uh, like a real woman type of way of thinking. Characteristic. Like a strong mm -hmm. characteristic of a woman. Because mm -hmm. we don't hear that hardly ever. I'm like, I'm strong, but I still need to be taken care of. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm strong because I have to be, you know. I think all of us have to be strong, right? Um, but at the same time, you still need care. Like, I always say this. Like, if you believe in God and you believe in higher power and you live by that reality then you will take in consideration that we are all a child of god right so with that it takes a village and no matter what age you are you need support mm -hmm. you need people and as much as you as much as you as much as people want to deny people access to their lives i feel like that's doing a disservice to yourself because you're blocking out the very people they're blocking out that very element that will help you strive to be greater than what you are mm -hmm. So. And you got two daughters, so you have they have something. You have to be an example for them that as mm -hmm. they grow, yeah. you know, and you have to teach them how to uh, be servants too. Also, yeah, of course, you just want you you just want to be able to be happy. And I know it sounds like you're saying like it sounds cliche, but it's nah, not. I don't sound cliche. But I know a lot of people. You know, I had a teacher before in college, and she was like, "Oh, it's so cliche to say you want happiness." Like, but I'm like, no, it's not. It it's it's what's the point of this life if you can't create some type of happiness right for yourself and others i mean we were talking about this too like i feel like happiness is is more of a feeling i feel like um i mean there's always moments to be happy but i feel like peace is, is, mm -hmm. is everything like number one mm -hmm. and then you're gonna have moments of happiness you know right. what i mean like there's always a pursuit of happiness but right at the same time i feel like peace is is, is a better pursuit definitely and then uh, uh, there's there's always going to be moments of happiness though but you need happiness also because mm -hmm. at the end of the day if you don't make me happy why are you here if i don't make you happy why are you here but you could be have a full fullness fullness like a, like a full mm -hmm. of happiness you could be a fool and still be happy yeah you know what i mean you can so i kind of look at it as as i feel like a lot of the times you need to be have peace and then happiness it can just be a real happiness not yeah. just a foolish happiness definitely you know what i mean i don't know we got off the subject no, no, it's so it's so like, damn no i i agree i just think that everything needs its place like everything yeah. is like oh like in order for me to function i need 
all these elements to work within themselves and even yeah. even though people say a balance but i don't even believe there should be a real balance i feel like you should always be you know like you know how there's a scale right so it's like the scale is like well what is that scale called like the scale for like where you weigh things and it's like the libra scale yeah well anyways that scale like i think it should always be like this it should always shift like there's i feel like at some point there should be like a balance like this but i think you should always be shifting within that because that means you're growing and you're learning because life is not perfect i feel like there's moments of perfection definitely and we strive for that mm -hmm. but i feel like once we've reached that there's another level Still that we growth. have to unlock yes yeah so and you can't get too complacent and too you know right yeah, I feel like the only time, I feel like when you, you reach your growth is when you are no longer here. Mm. And you're not here to tell the story. I wanted to ask you, so like, leadership, right? So, do you feel like you're a leader? I believe so, I'm a Leo. I know, that's hocus pocus. I'm talking to you, I can feel like you're, you are a leader. Yeah, I believe in so. In what you do. Yeah, I believe that I like to, I lead in so many different ways. But also, I can take you know i could take a step back to take to let somebody else lead where they're stronger at like i know i'm i'm adaptable and fine ass is not if you want to be my support and yes i'm like there you go bang you can take the lead in that baby baby yeah, all day. um but yeah like i'm adaptable i'm like you know whatever you want if it aligns where where i'm at then hey we can make this work whether it's friendships, whether it's business, whether it's relationship, I feel like in every dynamic. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to go to this too, though. So, courageous, right? Mm -hmm. Courageous is a big thing that we talk about a lot in mm -hmm. the show. We ask a lot of guests this, right? So, in order to be courageous, you have to, you have, to have fear. Yeah. So, tell us at some point in your life where you felt like you had to be the most courageous. So you had to battle the most fear in order to be courageous. Hmm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my Kanye. And like, give me a moment to think. <laughs> um. Did you have to put? Did you have to put your income, your money into your into your uh, your business into starting? Were you, were you nervous then? Yeah, I feel like this this career path is full of career. It's it's crazy. Like if you think about it, like to pursue a career like this. On a whim and oh thank you and, and, then you <laughs> put, and then you put yourself out there like literally yourself right you're, like, like it's not like you're just like hey here's my business so it's you you're the business yeah i think you every I mean? every time i'm putting myself out there that's me being courageous like it's a fear but it's a fear you have the you have the feeling of fear but that doesn't over overtake the real journey it doesn't take it doesn't overtake um where i'm where i want to go in this career path so i feel like i'm always courageous like this journey in itself like it's always gonna be that because you're putting yourself out there and you're being showcased and people are gonna criticize you no matter what um there's gonna be people that there's gonna be people that love what you do there's people that hate what you do but at the end of the day you have to sit with yourself and decide whether or not what you're putting out there is worthy of yourself. I want to cuss right now. I want to say F them, basically. Like, <laughs> who cares? Like, we don't care. We know that, though. Because, right. uh, I, I mean, a lot of the times, it is a lot of, like, the people that support you are, um, are 
are strangers. Mm -hmm. They're their biggest supporters. Definitely. We right. talk about Friends this don't, all don't the time. ever say nothing until it's too late, until mm -hmm. we don't need them anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I needed your support earlier. What happened to that? You know, I don't. You know I, mean? I look at it like I don't lean too much on people that are as close to you as your support system because they can't see the vision the yeah. way you can. And sometimes oh, yeah, sure. it's gonna take them a while to get on board, and whatever whatever reason, that's their reason. And I can't I can, you know, be over here consumed with your energy, like, oh, this person's not supporting me, they're yeah. not sharing myself, like. But mm. it do feel good when they just say, you know what, I'm rooting for you, I'm praying yeah, for course, you. Well, it's course. weird when they watch it all. That's the worst part. Like, why are you watching it? It's not watching it. It's of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, turn, turn it off. You're right. you know what I'm saying? It's of course, of course, but I think that when you go off and you tell people you want to do this no, I, I, I want to call them out I want to be like really? nah yeah I'm no. ready to call everybody out like it is what it is man me like, I'm the opposite I'm like hey. I cheer mine on yeah if I see someone that's just that's taking a step in life to better themselves and better their family mm -hmm. it's my res I feel this is just how I feel I feel it's my responsibility to let them know that I do support you uh, mm -hmm. I'm praying for you I hope that you know that everything works out yeah. and let them know that I'm there for them well you knew I was like that too until after a while I said didn't give it I don't care anymore right. I'm, like, I'm going to call everybody out to their face because I think it's funny like I like maybe pe pe people feel uncomfortable <laughs> so let's feel uncomfortable right now you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're like, toxic let's get uncomfortable right now <laughs> you're toxic <laughs> I look at it like those people are not your target audience no they're not no you know yes, so they're, they're not going to make you or not. break you no, no. so but, I, but they're going to be there with their hands out and, afterwards and, like, always and that's how many times that happened and you could send them to the county line <laughs> like nope this is not the government no. <laughs> you will not get your EBT over here. That's right. Even though y'all want to give me some EBT, I'm not. <laughs> we pay for those dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you, you just, you, I feel like you killed them with kindness. Like Beyonce mm. said, the best revenge is your paper. Like if you let that fester in you, it's gonna just keep you off track. I just be like, hey, one day you gonna come around and. At the end of the day, like, you wasn't here when was supposed to be here. You're not going to be here when you not supposed to be here. That's just the way I look at it. So I don't... I don't Them steak and that. eggs and that, that, uh, that uh, shrimp going to look real good on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> he said, I want revenge and I want it now. <laughs> Me, I'm like... It, it, I really, it really, he doesn't really care. Like, he does. <laughs> but, but, but if we're in front of each other, I would just call him out. It's just funny to me. Like, and you know, I say. used to be crazy. Like, I used to be toxic. Like, you know, I used to Yeah, be like, but it's got to be toxic, though. Because it's just like... A, it's just like addressing something you already know, right? And they know, but you're there. Y'all both playing down to it. But now you're addressing it like... So you didn't like my post? Oh no, I don't do. I don't go like that. No, that's that is that's lame. I, I won't do that. I won't go that far. I'll, be, I'll just be clowning up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I mean, you don't like my stuff. It's okay. I know you be fantasizing about me. Oh, damn. <laughs> that's how you really feel. Now. I was like, I know, I know, I know. You really do like me a lot. You just can't show it because you're not secure with yourself. I get it. <laughs> I like that. So we'll go to the next one. The creative spark. We gotta get. We gotta hit that. Talk about it. So like, all the creative people we bring in, mm -hmm. all of them, right? Mm -hmm. We all we always ask them where their creative spark comes from, and what do they believe is their biggest creative spark as part of them. I would say my creative spark is my. I think my personality. Like I just think that I am a people's person, and I love people, and I think that 
the best way to get in the minds or the hearts of people is to be presentable in that way to you know um i feel like with acting you can tell so many different stories and people be relatable like and i think that there's so many untold stories that need to be told and need to be put to light that that's why that's where my creative spark comes into play it's like i want to tell this story i want to i want you to i want you to feel me like you know and i want to feel you too i want to understand what you're going through and your struggles and your trauma um and i want to showcase that that just sounds good yes that's great that's definitely great um I don't know how much longer we got, but <laughs> three minutes. This, 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 yeah, it went fast. Yeah, it went fast. Okay. That's um, what she said. <laughs> never so from bad. me. I'm never going to come back. <laughs> I'm going to get down like that. Yeah, you're coming back for the idiot episode, for sure, yeah. Well, they going to say, that, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> he laughing. <laughs> so, okay, well, we might as well just cut this one. So let's see, like love we got three minutes let's do love so like how do you feel about love do you think love exists do you think love's real oh, i think that's a lot of what we lack love is love you know and i think that people try to minimize it and love is definitely real this is love you know like we are we this is love right here like it exists whether you believe it or not and you waking up every day to like take care of yourself that's love um but i think that people need to be more intentional with the love they need to really like do the things that they really love and not do things that you know sound good for other people um if you want to do a career like this do that career but it doesn't it doesn't make you less than because you're not working at a firm or wherever you know that may look that that looks like good on paper so yes, I definitely believe love is, it, it exists. This is our side hustle, by the way. Don't think that we just do this all day. <laughs> I only do this. I only do this. He lying. <laughs> That's all I do. He lying, but go ahead. But yeah, no, love is important, and I feel like it's lacked. And definitely, ooh, do some self-love, guys, because it is important. This is why the world is so mixed with so many different energies, because people are not loving on themselves and others. I get it. Yeah, I like that the ultimate question. Mm-mm. So, like, wipe everything away. Okay. The, the money, the cars, the clothes, everything you are, right? Okay. Who is Andrea? Andrea who are you? is... Tell us who you are. I am this spirit. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm everything, honestly. I am love. I am light. There's dark to me. There's compassion there's kindness there's forgiveness there is nurturing i'm so many different things um that we would be here all day if i was to just tell you who i was but yeah stripped away i'm i'm me i'm authentically me like despite like how other people may view me or whatnot i come up i show up as myself and i hold myself accountable to that that's everything do you love who you are i i'm obsessed with myself That's good. That's good, yeah. So do the do the Howls of a Baz. I'm Ronnie Adams. And I'm Jacob Casas. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. And uh, we're out. We're out. Shed the sheep. Shed the sheep. Bye.